the lawyers who you look up to as criminal defense lawyers, some of your mentors, who are they? Tell me a little bit about them and how they've, how they've helped you and, and what you admire about their skills and abilities. Yeah, so I already mentioned uh, Jamal Johnson. He was one of my first, he was one of two of my first supervisors when I first started. Um, and he's just well known in New York City as one of the most incredible trial attorneys we have at Legal Aid in New York City in general. Um, I really admire his sort of fearlessness with trial. Uh, he really, you know, he doesn't, I, anytime I'm going to trial, I get very nervous about like, oh God, if I lose this trial, like, it's, that's bad for the client. Um, and he at least never shows that fearfulness. He is willing to try, well, I mean, no, I've seen him tell clients, like, we probably can't win this, but he's willing to try a case, he's willing to do it, and he's very good at it. And I've certainly learned a lot just by watching him try cases, by doing things with him, and um, I've picked up a, a lot of uh, his tools and tendencies that he uses at trial. Um, other mentors, my, my... Or just other lawyers in in your community who you think are highly skilled, who you look up to, people who, you know, you admire their work as a criminal defense lawyer. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's all kinds of different people that come to mind. Um, a friend of mine, Bill, um, actually just left legal aid, but he's someone that I have second seat trials with. Um, he has a very, um, he has a tenacity to, to him in his preparation that I really admire. He's someone that can, like, really sit down and sit with a case for a long time and think through it and think about directions to take the case. And um, I think that can sort of be an underrated skill sometimes, someone's ability to just really sit with a case for a long time and really think through every single avenue. And I remember that this time we, we tried a case together, our preparation document was like pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of possible like questions for the hearing, questions for trial, defenses, this and that. And I was just like, oh, wow, like I need to up my, my preparation game. And I think I'm someone that's usually pretty prepared as is. Um, uh, another friend of mine, Masai, is someone that actually left to start his uh, own private firm. But um, he, my first few trials were second seating him. He taught me a lot of like um, sort of the flip side. The um, if, if Bill was Mr. Preparation and Masai is Mr. Like, I can get up and just do it off the cuff. And like certainly a different sort of he's a big trial attorney and a very different sort of trial attorney than me. And um, he sort of helped teach me about the, the ways you need to be flexible when you're trying cases and doing hearings and the ways you need to, um, you know, not be so scripted and willing to, like, deviate from your plans. Um, I'm trying to think of others. There's, there's so many great colleagues I've had. Um, there's, there's colleagues that are great readers, great researchers, um, great with client interaction and whatnot, but... That's the that's the one really brilliant thing about working at a place like Legal Aid is there's so many, um, so many different attorneys that have funneled through. Um, there's um, an attorney Emily that's sort sort of known as like the uh, gun suppression guru. It's very hard to get a gun suppressed because judges don't like doing it, but she seems to do it several times a year somehow. I don't know. Um, yeah, I could ra ramble on like this is the Oscars, and I'm just thanking people. Yeah, I mean, really great answer. And then this is the the other question I want to ask. So the actual parts of being a criminal defense lawyer, there's a lot of different ways to win. And I think that's one of the things that I admire. I think you have really great trial lawyers and you have really great writers and you have strategists, but the very best lawyers and like a guy like it, 
here locally, a guy like John Speranza, um, long time, like, represented the organized crime. He's been doing it for a long, long, long time, highly skilled. These guys, they can win any different way. They can win on a motion. They can win with a suppression hearing. They can win at a trial. This is, like, in, in my opinion, the very top level. They're not like a one-trick pony or whatever they call it. Yeah, it's sort of like being like a like a five tool athlete in baseball. Like yeah, the, correct. The, the so, people that can really do it all are the ones that are like really wow. Like, so in your mind, what are the different? You know, okay, you're you're going to be a, a leader at the at your office, and you're going to say, I, I need lawyers who can go out there and, and win. And you're only going to win so many cases at trial, mm-hmm. not that many. Except, you know, seven, eight, ten in a whole career. How many cases you win at trial? You win a lot of cases. You save a lot of people a lot of time in jail by negotiating, mm-hmm. by writing motions, by creating leverage, by having conversations. Like, what are the skills? What are the kind of skills that you think a criminal defense lawyer should should have? Should be able to do it to do it at the highest level? I, I think the number one skill I would look for is someone that, if I say I'm starting a law uh, public defense firm from scratch and I need to start hiring people, the number one skill I would look for is a sort of tenacity to disrupt the system. That being, it's very easy in our job. I think you could exhibit a fine competence at my job by going along with the conveyor belt. You know, after a while you get to know that like these cases in this bucket are worth this much time. This is worth this. These are the standard offers you're going to get. And no one's going to, like, think of you as a bad person or a bad attorney if you're resolving most of your cases with the standard offer, sort of meeting, like, a standard level of competency. But on most cases, so the cases that aren't going to trial, the cases that you're not winning suppression hearings, you're getting the best results just by tenaciously, you know, pestering the DA for a better offer, finding new ways to get a better offer, uh, sort of thinking about, like, you know... um, In sports, uh, people talk about, like, when you're trying to build a championship team, a lot of times the way you can do it is being the one team that can find the way to move the needle from 98% to 99%. And, like, those small margins. You know, if you're winning those small margins for your clients over the course of a career, you know, if you're saving every client that's charged with a felony on average one year of jail – you know, that adds up, and that's how you're making a really big difference over the course of all of the clients you represent. And it's just about, in my opinion, disrupting that conveyor belt that most cases go along, um, be it filing a surprise motion that will make the DA's life difficult, so therefore they're willing to cut you a better deal, or you know, being willing to stand up and bluff a dead loser of a case almost all the way to trial just so you can get one less year off the offer. Things like that, you know, calling and begging the DA's office all the way up to the highest level because you really believe your client is a good person and deserves a better offer. Just finding all these little nooks you can explore and keep on going and going and pestering and pestering and a lot of times putting your pride aside because it can be kind of humiliating to just like keep begging and keep getting told no, but really doing whatever it takes to get that little bit of a better outcome even when it's really just at the margins. Yeah, and I would agree with that. I think of it, the best defense lawyers that I know, and I hope we're in that echelon, is it's like the will to win. Mm -hmm. And the number one skill, in my opinion, of a criminal defense lawyer to get great outcomes is just to say, no, we're not taking that. We're not doing that, and we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep 
we're not going to accept your mediocre offer. There's, there's better out there. Yeah. 